everybody. Welcome to another Prog Pro Podcast interview. This is Roy. Before we get started with this episode, just a reminder to let you know about our 10th anniversary podcast, which we just posted last week. Uh, it's up on our YouTube channel and wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Uh, fun episode, just recapping the last 10 years. Uh, and we're really grateful that uh, you guys are sticking around and checking out our podcast. So thank you for that. There's also a few new reviews up on the website, including one for my guest on this episode, Einar Solberg, singer for Leprous. He has a debut album called 16, which is out now. I had a chance to speak with Einar about the making of the record, how it was working outside of Leprous. Uh, and he also played a show performing these new songs. So we talk all about that. The new album is great. Check out my chat with Einar Solberg. How are you, man? How you been? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing very, very well. I like the summer has finally arrived here in Norway. Took took a bit of time this year, but uh, enjoying. <laughs> I've and seen you? some of the... Uh, yeah, I'm doing great. Thanks. I've, I've seen some of the footage uh, on your Instagram and stuff. It looks uh, looks amazing where you've been lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is just like in the area around just where I live. Uh, there is a lot of like... I think I can do... I could do one hike. Uh, the rest of one like each day the rest of my life and i still wouldn't be able to go to all the places only in this area you know like yeah. it's, it's so so many places to go i bet so i uh, definitely want to talk to you uh about the the new solo record 16 mm-hmm. uh which comes out soon on june 2nd um man i've had this album for a little bit and it's it's just been such a fun listen it's so different and interesting and all sorts of different things that you do on there and your vocals are awesome so congrats on on the album thank you so much thank you thank you i appreciate that uh i guess the main question i'm sure you've been asked this a lot is is you know why the solo album now and and how long had you had uh plans to make one uh it started more as a um, as a need to kind of fill time whenever i uh, had too much i mean i never have too much time but it's just i need to have fill my time with something creative and that's not always a possibility with leprous and that's how we started to begin with uh the more i've done it the more i've come to realize that i think i needed something different to do in addition as a as a variation to what i'm i'm doing um with leprous to just work with some different people and You've played in the same band since I was uh, since I was sixteen, and and uh, it's uh, it's good to uh, to just yeah have some change of uh, of atmosphere sometimes. Even though like I I love to to work with Lepros and the atmosphere there is is great. It's still like even though you like your favorite dish, you don't want to eat it every day you know right <laughs> yeah exactly uh <laughs> the the ideas uh for the songs is had you been sort of saving some ideas over time or or really just started from scratch in the last uh you know year or two uh i started the first one was the first song of the album the one called 16 and and that one we did uh, me and Raphael made at my cabin in norway just um a few like like just like one or two days after the first pitfalls tour uh so quite quite a while ago uh 2019 still um 
and uh, and and then I'd already spoken with all the the different collaborators I would work with and and so we just went to the cabin with nothing and we had some time between uh, the tour and some shows that we had in Finland so we said oh let's just make something and we made that song and uh, we made it to the album uh, as for the others I started the 2020 working with it and was supposed to finish it in 2020 but COVID happened and uh, suddenly Lepers had a lot of time on our hands so yeah. I needed to switch focus into doing something with Lepers before before finishing what I started with the, with the solo record so it was supposed to a lot of the stuff on that album is older than a lot of the stuff you can hear on uh, Aphelion oh interesting okay yeah that's cool I mean, there's moments where you can hear Leprous kind of creep in, but it's very little throughout, I think. Obviously, mm-hmm. a, a less focus on the guitars, I think, on the record. Um, when you were writing uh, and and sort of demoing ideas and stuff, did you do things differently? Did you write on a different instrument or did you approach it differently uh, also while, while working with other people? Or... Actually, did working with the other people kind of shift you into into developing the ideas differently? One hundred percent, and as Benny can hear it, especially on the last song that we released now, "Home," it's something that is not as far from what I would do that people might think, because I've been into rap and hip hop almost my whole life since I was a kid. That was the music that I grew up with, actually. Uh, so. So to me, for me to work with that, that was, it wasn't that hard. I just never expressed myself like that because I'm no, I'm not a rapper. I don't do that well. I would be sound ridiculous with (laughs) Norwegian rapping (laughs) and just stumbling in my own words. And I don't know, it wouldn't sound good. Uh, But, uh, but um, I think uh, what I really wanted to achieve with this album was to get a lot of the other uh, collaborators' character on each song that I collaborated with, uh, and you can almost feel like the the ones that are slightly more leper sounding are the ones where I didn't collaborate uh, with right. with the uh, others. And so, and I think the difference between the projects are gradually going to be bigger and bigger as time passes because lepers are moving gradually into new territory now stepping away from the more cinematic sound it seems gradually whereas uh, and focusing it more around the actual band members that we have whereas i will do the complete opposite with my uh, project it will be like very very cinematic and not a lot of rock elements Uh, so i think the difference will gradually be bigger and bigger uh, as time passes uh, and that I get some more time to define the projects. But there are songs, of course, on the album that could have been like, if I just, um, uh, if the guys from Lepers pretended to play in the music video, for example, yeah. uh, uh, and then we just released this as a Lepers track, some a lot of people would believe it. Uh, uh, some of the songs like Over the Top for example could have been a leprous track in that sense so, so it wasn't a goal for me to oh it needs to be 
extremely different musically because that sort of change takes time uh, yeah. if it's not going to sound forced. Um, like if you're going to make something into a different thing, it, it needs to develop uh, gradually into something different because you have your style, you have your vibe lepers has always been a very open band where you can kind of do whatever you want musically so it's kind of hard to step away from something that is so not defined as leprosy is uh, because i would say that all the songs except the one that i did with ben could have passed as a leper song well the one that i think sounded the most to me was splitting the soul Kind of yeah, sound. yeah, yeah, but yeah, and that one sounds like almost a bit older leprous too. Yeah. Uh, something that we wouldn't have done anymore, and that was just due to the fact that it's more metal. Um, and I just figured, okay, if I'm going to write together with Ishan, um, I think we need to embrace our musical personalities, even though I wasn't planning to have that sort of extreme metal uh, elements in the music at all but uh, when working with him for it to be authentic you kind of have to <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that's a great song that's one of my favorites too what do you have yeah. any personal favorites uh, on the album that that after working on that you you still like a lot yeah the the last one uh, the glass is empty is the one that i'm most proud of personally um so, um, and it was from the beginning, uh, from the beginning, I, for me, that's the one where I, that I feel has the most emotional depth on, on the album. Um, and, and I think it, it's a song that, um, requires a lot from the listener. It's not, it's not something you just put on in the background and you need to kind of actively listen to it and, and see what it's what it's about musically and lyrically and so so yeah the glass is empty the last song of the album the one that i did together with toti i think it's the one that i'm most proud of from yeah. from the album yeah uh the the current single home which is really cool and i, I you know and i'm not much of a hip-hop fan but when it's done <laughs> when it's done in that kind of way it could totally work and you can and you can enjoy the song just as well you know what i mean and and i think it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a really good what was working with Ben like and, and him doing that section? How does that work with, with somebody like you? Do you give him the premise of what the song is about and then he just goes off and writes his, his section? Or how does that work? No, no, no. We collaborated with the whole song, basically. So typically I would uh, just write a, write a first sketch, send it to him, both uh, audio and MIDI file, because we work in different software. So I kind of just send the project. Uh, so and then he would go on and do whatever he wants with it, and that's great when you're working with someone like Ben who is so unafraid in their approach. Yeah, he's very intuitive, like me, very unafraid and intuitive. So it was great to work together. Uh, when the whole when the goal is just to have fun and do something cool together, so we. I feel that that song went really fast up to a level that we were both pretty satisfied with, uh, and um, we sent it back and forth a few times, and then 
uh, the first time he sent it back to me, it was just like, oh, there's a lot of cool stuff here, but it's not remotely as accessible as I'd like it to be. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, I like, the, like, even though I sometimes can experiment a bit here and there, I like there to be always enough uh accessibility or enough melody in there um uh, i had a period of time when i was younger that i appreciated more to do things more far far out but uh uh but not anymore so so it was great that he just like tore it apart completely and then i could take it back and okay i will keep a lot of these elements but we'll take it back to being more catchy again <laughs> yeah well, so, you know, so, yeah. well, I could see. I mean, because coming from Bentney, Bentney did some crazy stuff in their music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was a really eclectic kind of kind of band with lots of nuts. Uh, yeah, yeah, and there's so many people. They're a very collaborative band as well. Uh, I think everyone is is part of the creative force in in that band, from what I've heard. So, so, uh, and then you get the, when you get so many different musical personalities in one band and that's uh, uh that's yeah. interesting so many bands work in different ways there is a lot of bands where there is one writer there are some bands where there are a couple of writers there are some bands when everyone is writing and there is uh yeah so so you can there are so many different ways to help people do it but uh uh uh, I I just feel like working with the with a person like Ben for me was very rewarding because um, he comes from a quite different background than than me more sort of indie indie vibe to it I would say yeah. so uh, yeah and uh, well you got to play live recently uh, and and perform these songs for the first time um, you know what was that like that had to have been really liberating to be in your own uh, solo act, playing these brand new songs and finally get them out to people. So talk about that. What was that like for you? Uh, it was very overwhelming, uh, I would say, because it was, uh, we only had two rehearsals and it's challenging material. Uh, or was flying in people from all over the world. Uh, <laughs> not all over the world, but like a couple of guys from the States. Uh, one from Iceland, one from Copenhagen, uh, uh, some from Norway, crew from France, Dublin. Like, uh, it it was it was very like, uh, and and that was um, of course not the cheapest way of doing it, but I just felt it's music that requires the right people to play it, so I'd rather invest a bit and and make it the way that I want it to be and give the project an instantly good reputation as a live project as well instead of trying to save as much as I can and maybe earn some money on the shows because I definitely didn't I lost quite a bit of money on those shows but um but it's and it's hard for me in general to compromise uh, but uh, so, but still, we had two rehearsals only. Yeah. Uh, we went on stage in in Netherlands. Uh, we were all pretty okay. How is this going to be? And um, okay, first day, and then I was for the first time in ages nervous. I'm never nervous before I go on stage. Uh, the first time in ages, I was nervous, and then the second that I actually went on stage, it just disappeared, and I was just like, ah, 
I mean, it's a live show. I know this. Right. <laughs> I've done a few shows in my life, and and uh, uh, it the moment that I stepped on stage, I was just like, "Of course, we, we've got this." So like, what's yeah. the worst thing that can happen? We play a few mistakes that nobody will, will notice, and and then. <laughs> well, and you got to just... figure too. I mean, the album isn't out yet. A lot of people haven't even heard yeah. the songs. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. They don't and know even if you if messed people... up. Yeah, and and I know this so well like how musicians uh tend to make these things so much more dramatic in their heads uh, when making mistakes it's just uh i've seen the example many times i'm a relatively uh, experienced musicians musician and, and it's happened to me quite a few times being on tour with a band that i've seen almost every day on tour uh and and then I go out to see them one day uh, in the, from the audience, and and I say oh, that's that's cool. And then afterwards, oh no, that was such a terrible show, and they're they are so unhappy about it for us because this and this and this happened. And I was just like, oh, I didn't notice any of that. Uh, and I'm an experienced musician. Imagine the rest of the guys out there that right. are not experienced, and uh, so it's just people tend to imagine themselves that the audience notice a lot more. So right. to me, it's more about also about the vibe that you're creating, the flow of the set list, and just making sure that there isn't a second of the show that people are starting to get unfocused and bored. And so that it's always something interesting that happens somehow. So, so the flow of the set list is very important to me. Yeah, uh, but saw, yeah, the show stay went great. I saw a couple of clips, and uh, and one of them that I I saw online was over the top, which um, is such a powerful song. I mean, and live it just seemed to go over so well. Um, talk about that song a little bit because it, yeah, I think it's one of the best songs on the album, and it it's one of the best songs I think you've been involved with. I think it's fantastic. Uh, thank you so much. Um, I uh, that song is, I think one of the easiest songs for a leprous fan in general to get into yeah. <laughs> uh it, it definitely has a lot of the it's very repetitive uh in the and that's that was the concept with the song i i remember sitting here in actually in the same room that i'm in now in the sort of studio room that i have and and i was just playing with the piano and singing uh, over the top that was just the first thing that came into into my mind uh and and then I thought, okay, uh, I want to build something around that, and and I had the chord, just one chord progression, where I sing that vocal line uh, on the verse, and then I sing the same vocal line more or less on the chorus, but I just changed the chords, to making the verse just into a chorus. Um, so, <laughs> uh, and and. I just recorded it on my phone and I instantly knew exactly how the song would be yeah. in the end. And I didn't touch it anywhere. I was just sitting there for maybe like an hour or something maximum working with it. And then, okay, I have, I have a song now. And I think it was, might've been the last one that I did for the album actually. Uh, and I knew instantly exactly how it would sound in the end, more or less. And it ended up sounding like, like that, approximately. Well, even as so, a fan, uh, you're listening to it and you're going, "Okay, there better be a big explosive ending coming." Yeah, yeah, because yeah. That's what it yeah. feels like is coming, you know. And then it yeah, does. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's a great payoff, you know. It's it's it, really cool. 
I think it's it's good to sometimes you go exactly where people want you to go, uh, and other times you surprise them. You know, so so to me, it's it's a balance between the expected and the unexpected. If you try to be unexpected all the time, nothing is ever satisfying, and nobody really wants that except people who pretend that they uh, they are so. Uh, different by only liking stuff that is unpredictable you know like it's everyone like deep down wants something predictable here and there and and uh, but you can do something predictable in a slightly unpredictable way also uh so um yeah you can know that something is coming but you don't know exactly how it's coming right Uh, right yeah exactly uh so are you gonna uh try and continue working as a solo artist alongside Leprous? Is that, is that the plan? Yeah. hundred, hundred percent. And and I want them to develop as very separate projects. Um, I think over time, what I would have loved uh, at, at this stage, it's not feasible just due to that Leprous is so much bigger uh, than this project. So, it just naturally falls into being the constant main priority. Right. Um, I, I think over time, what I, I would be dreaming about would be to have like, let's say, okay, now I have two years of a campaign that I focus on this project. And then I'm still doing stuff with the other project in the background, like doing some shows here and there, but one of them is the main focus. And then uh, after two years, I switch over to the other one that, hopefully has a new album out by that time or it can be even more often to switch around it might be that sometimes you'll have uh, uh, albums out more often or sometimes it might be more rarely you cannot put like an exact timing on that but just my point is I would have loved to have like one period where I have one thing as the main focus and one period where I have the other as the main focus and then just switch wherever (laughs) whenever right. it makes sense. And that for me would be kind of the dream uh, as um, uh, in terms of, uh, of like, yeah, work wise. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I'm a person who loves variation. I don't like to do too much of the same thing. I'm not a, a person of routines. I, I'm a person who likes variation in my life and quite a lot of it. <laughs> um yeah. well leprous just finished a, a big tour for aphelion uh you know you guys were on tour for a while many countries um you know are you guys on a break now are you planning to get back with them and and work on some new material soon or what's the plan with, with leprous yeah uh yeah we have way more happening with leprous now than i have with my solo project as i mentioned before also it's just due to the fact that with one project being so much bigger than the other so right it doesn't really pay off in the same way for me to do solo stuff at this stage. Uh, and now that we live from this, we need to, unfortunately, it's it's kind of a like you're only economically free <laughs> either if your ban is so huge that you're you're um, you will get enough anyway, no matter what you do, or uh, if you actually don't live from your music and work on the side, but you at the stage where we are. You're actually like you're very economically dependent on the project, and you need to continue to do stuff because that's your income. So, uh, so um, uh, 
even though what would have made more sense now would be for me to go touring with my solo project uh, for for a while and then maybe do some single stuff and like small stuff like the Latin American tour we're doing with Lepros, for example. But uh, as it is now, that's, it's not really feasible to work like that. Uh, so um, I will, uh, most of the stuff that I have coming up now is Lepros and we also started writing new material uh, with, with Lepros. So uh, that we're trying to say goodbye to our cinematic sound that we had on the last couple of albums and mm -hmm. focus it more around the band cool well good man good good to catch up with you again uh the new album 16 comes out june 2nd a bunch of singles out already from the record you can check out on youtube on on streaming services and everything the, the new single home is killer uh good luck with it man i think everybody's going to be really excited once they get to hear the whole thing thank you so much thank you all right buddy i'll talk to you soon right. thanks cheers take take care bye bye thanks to Einar for the interview the new album 16 is out now so check it out we're going to close with a bit of the single A Beautiful Life for upcoming news interviews reviews and more check out progreport.com follow us on all our socials wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on YouTube we'll see you soon thanks <laughs> <laughs>